Welcome, welcome. I'm Cass Thomas here, and I got my buddy Monish Olatra on the line with me. Hello, Monish. Hello, Cass, and hello, <laughs> listeners. Hello, How listeners. Are <laughs> How are we today? <laughs> oh, wow. Today, the first day of the rest of your life, and what are you choosing today? So this is our first episode of Beyond Love sex and other drugs so so much curiosity comes up around that uh, topic and uh, that is our desire right to uh, put people in the question uh, because questions uh, empower and questions have you really looking at what else is possible what else you can choose right that will change your life so monisha and i how did you co- how did we come up with this topic, Ganesh? Well, that's that's a biggie, right in the beginning. So how did we? I guess the answer to that would be we both were willing to put our voice out individually, and then we both spoke about Voice America and this opportunity and possibility, and it's like how how about we do it together? And I remember originally it was supposed to be the gay and the gal. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we pondered forward and, and mulled with it. And, and, and then this topic of beyond love, sex and other drugs showed up. You are one of the only people I know on the planet who can actually love people beyond those distractions and beyond any points of view and uh, me being an ex-drug junkie (laughs) and getting attracted to sex every weekend so what better than this and (laughs) what can this conversation contribute to all our listeners and both of us yeah and looking at those you know love sex and other drugs how many other addictions do we have and how does that show up right and it's a topic actually we've talked about often we uh, met about a year ago right uh-huh <laughs> in this and <laughs> in, uh, in this lifetime and it was um for me it was love at first sight <laughs> oh i adore you Cass. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh you know and there's a you know, just for me, there's a, um, a brilliance uh, about you that I hope you acknowledge and recognize. And it's always willing to be in the question. You know, we, have, we met uh, in Delhi, in India, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> where, <laughs> where uh, Monish lives. I live in uh, Rome, Italy. I'm currently in Heerlen, Holland. And uh, just it, one of the things that I know is that love is actually who we are and how often do we diminish who we are right because of what other people can or cannot receive right but that doesn't mean it changes who we are right sex probably most of us (laughs) would not be here if it weren't uh, for sex but, but Unless it, you came out from IVF. I said most of us. I said most of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and how much, you know, how much does drugs and addiction play a role in what we choose in life? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, your experience with drugs? Yes, absolutely. So, 
my sense was i grew up in india and i grew up as you know identifying different and gay and 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 by the way it's the global lgbt pride month all around the world and what better month to actually stir these conversations and basically talk about why is it relevant even to talk about the difference so yeah coming back to it it wasn't it wasn't particularly easy um i grew up in a middle class family and then um not subscribing to their points of view was the first drive and and sort of a rebellion and which gradually sort of led into bigger and intense fights and rebellion and at that time drugs seemed like a great idea and let me share an ex- experience with you so i was at a party and i saw two people going into the toilet together and i thought that they were actually having sex inside or maybe just kissing but they came out 40 45 seconds later and i was kind of paranoid excited i didn't know how to make sense of it so i went to this friend of mine and i was like oh my god do you know i saw your partner going in the toilet with somebody else and i think they were having sex and he's like honey don't worry you don't think you don't know what they were doing so don't worry about it it's nothing till the first time i got i got introduced to drugs and i know now that why people do those quickies in the washroom cubicles it's probably to just shoot your personal brand of cocaine or whatever methadone or mdma or heroin or whatever other substance or ecstasy or whatever pill you want to talk about what it does momentarily is it it allows you to drop your barriers and stop the pretense and basically just show up and say what you desire to when you've not been allowed to say that all your life in the beginning soon to realize fast forward 10 years that actually you do not need any of those you just need to make a choice to show up as who you are and what you are and you and your choice can actually be your personal brand of uh, drug and i do have some more stories and we will get into that later guys so i know you you've also seen drug encounters and scenarios around you well, you know now that you're saying this actually um you know love sex and other drugs right love i've s- seen love from my childhood show up in so many different ways right um be- between my parents you know who actually were both married at the time they fell in love and uh conceived me you know and showing up in you know men and men women and men uh, transsexuals the neighbors and all kinds of um love and i never had a chance to develop a i guess you would say a prejudice or uh, against it it just was when there is love and i for me love is actually that vibration of who we are when there is that you get it and when it's not as a kid especially you're like these people are together really <laughs> they hate one another all they do is judge one another right and uh i got to say that it's, it's sex also and we'll talk about this in other you know shows as well but um sex is something i was exposed to very young in my life and as early as elementary school i remember these two what yeah, i remember <laughs> these two girls in in my first grade oh my gosh holding first me down in the, first grade holding me down in the closet <laughs> no i'm talking about that another story okay but it's uh, it's like always been you know what i mean and and walking in on people and you know frisky you know older people and all kinds of stuff right um and you know i'm quite shapely um you know big boobs and <laughs> and nice bump <laughs> stuff and believe it or not i've i've had the same shape since i was like 
right? (laughs) (laughs) Just a few more pounds here and there, darling, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, also um, drugs. You know, I grew up in uh, Roxbury in uh, Boston, and uh, there were, drugs were all around in the neighborhood. I remember, you know, seeing people that I thought were just sleeping on the steps as a kid, uh, who a couple of times, you know, 40 minutes later, an ambulance would come and take them away and and never bring them back. Um, And I've just got to say this about drugs that that inspired me for what I, what I get, there's so many, uh, we, we uh, facilitate, um, a um, an amazing modality called access consciousness, and it's uh, it's awesome, and we'll talk about that uh, quite a bit. But what 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 we realize is that some people are always looking for answers in their lives, are always looking to be right in their lives, are never in the question, and we call them humans <laughs> in access, not human beings, humans. And in Access, we talk about something called humanoids, which are people who are always in the questions and always um, actually judging themselves and doubting themselves because they don't fit into the structures of this reality. And those humanoids, people who are doubting themselves, judging themselves, and feeling different, so many of them choose drugs to try to fit in you know, to try to ease the pain of being different, you know? And so, you know, the choice for drugs is sort of to numb, right? To make numb, right? The the difficulty uh, in functioning in a reality that is full of judgment. I see he's, we're on a Zoom together and he's shaking his head. <laughs> Speak on it, baby. <laughs> what you can- <laughs> Does that ring a bell? You can ring a bell. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so what, just recognizing, and we do uh, coaching sessions uh, together and on our own, and just recognizing that you are, what if you were never wrong? What if n- n- nothing that you ever chose was wrong? Yeah. What would that change in your life if you recognize the brilliance of every choice it might not work out the way you think it should Uh, however it does build the future that is showing up now so what are the choices that you would like to make right or that you can make that would build a, a future that is full of good good love good sex <laughs> the good stuff exactly and yeah and the drug of joy that we ha- we have you know we use drugs a lot to um to get us to this sort of state of ecstasy and what if and but it always comes down with the drugs what if there were a way to maintain that state of ecstasy that space right, of, of joy, without having to compromise your health, uh, mental, physical, uh, and your life. That's, that's what, looking at this from so many different angles uh, can actually just give you some different choices, some different possibilities that you can choose from. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. I see you want to say something. Yeah, so, you know, as you beautifully put, put it together, Cass, that drugs often is an answer. And um, the primary addiction in most cases is to self-judgment. <clears throat> and we try and compound that judgment towards ourselves or our choices, our bodies, how we see the world or how the world sees us. And we compound it with drugs and start killing our bodies at a faster rate. Um, to those who are not familiar with access consciousness or the tools, which we will take you on a on an exploration much deeper and wider as we go across different episodes in the coming weeks. Um, let me share an example of this movie that I was watching the other day. It's called The Beautiful Boy. 
and the reason was I there a beautiful that, boy in the movie? Yes, a French <laughs> boy. His name is Timothy Houtan. So if anyone knows him, I follow him on Instagram and I stalk him, but he's always around girls. Never mind. He is a beautiful boy. <laughs> Does he speak with a very sexual, no. sexy no. French accent? No. no. Oh no! You have to have a yeah. French accent if you are speaking. <laughs> well, he's not cast. <laughs> so Timothy was playing a role of this teenager who is an overachieving student, always a topper or maybe a bottom. Who knows? <laughs> in the school, <laughs> in the school, and in college, and his father is a reporter, a highly educated editor. And then this boy gets into drugs, and as the journey, <coughs> as the journey goes on, sorry, I'm choking while I'm thinking about it. As the <laughs> journey goes on, what they show in that movie is that one point in time he's actually unconsciousness. He's surrounded with unconsciousness, and he passes out. In a cubicle in a public toilet and does the drug overdose. By this time, he's already he's already left his family. And oh my God, are we heading towards a break? We are. He left oh. his family. This is oh. like the soap operas. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> take a little break, <laughs> and we'll be back to hear what happened after he left. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we write hey, here. Dude, I'm like waiting. <laughs> and maybe just go check us out on Instagram or Google. We are very famous. K a s s t h o m a s dot com, dot com, and Munish. If you watch Simpson and Apu from The Simpsons, so let me say it: M o h n i s h m a l h o t r a dot com. Okay, be right back with you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Says, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
is Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. If you are listening to the live show today, you can call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You can also send us an email to beyondlovesexandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Now, let's continue this week's discussion. Welcome back. And by this time, Timothy has already left his family. And he had this episode when he was just found in a public toilet cubicle and he had this overdose of drugs. He was, I think he was hipped on to heroin. Yeah, heroin. So when he woke up on the stretcher or the hospital table, the doctor asked him, what is your problem? And he said, my problem is I'm a drug addict. So the doctor asked him once, one more time, what is your problem? And he said, my problem is I'm a drug addict. And the doctor said to him, I understand you're a drug addict, but that's how you're trying to solve your problem. So what is your problem? And that is when he had an epiphany that basically he had already concluded, decided, or hidden some issue that he had a problem that he couldn't talk about and he was trying to resolve it or look for a solution or a resolution or an answer by the medium of using these drugs. So what are these invented problems or the ones that seem really, really real that we have controlling us, which we try and resolve by the mediums of love, sex, drugs, and the hidden drugs. What do you say, Cass? Yeah, you know, there's a, a, my friend uh, Marilyn Bradford. She's a, a therapist and a and she works with um, a lot of people with uh, addictions. She's written a book called Right Recovery for You. It's really uh, cool. And we used to have lots of conversations. And during one of the conversations, she sort of got to this realization. She was like, you know, alcohol, drugs are secondary addictions, right? And the primary addiction is, the, is as you said, self-judgment, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, the the sort of um, adrenaline rush, the high, right? That is possible. Is totally possible in this life. You know, this is also this, the beginning of the month was Environmental Day. We, uh, you know, I'm doing a month dedicated to communion uh, with Earth. You know, when you really are are able. <sighs> to take a breath in, take a moment, right? And connect with you. That effect that drugs give, that temporary effect, that temporary high, that love gives, that sex gives, you could actually extend it without choosing that adrenaline rush. A lot of, we, we're addicted to drama. We're addicted to, you know, trauma. We're addicted to pain. We're addicted, what does that mean? It's that it's our go-to. It's our sort of, the thing that inspires us, right? To know that we're alive, that we get that, those ups and downs, right? And so, you know, I, I've got to say also that there is the idea that, oh, if you're all zenned out, right? And always so happy and everything is fine, then you might eventually get bored. Does anyone have that? Does anyone listening? Tell the truth now. <laughs> anyone listening have that point of view that you, you don't want to be zenned out because then you might as well be dead. Yeah, so <laughs> you're coming up with that. Just destroy and uncreate it. But... The, the reality is that these, um, what if you didn't have to come down? Or what if you recognized, right, that that down is not who you are, you know? So 
addicted. I don't even remember what your question was, but <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> well, it's gone. And then okay. talking about talking about what you just said about Marilyn and and you know addiction, and how much is it that the addiction we have um, a lot of us we had or we have or we might have is is to do with validation to get validated to feel worthy and what if we will make the choice to validate ourselves and as another beautiful friend of mine today put put it across to me that what if we are willing to feed our own lack so what is it that we are lacking that we can feed with our own energy and receive that energy from the universe. And I noticed, Cass, that you said earlier, destroy and uncreate. So I will take the liberty of saying, and everything that doesn't allow it, will you destroy and uncreate all of that, please? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Can I ask you a question? Yes, please. All right. So this is, you know, the pride month, right? Am I top or bottom? That's personal. Sorry. Yeah, well, it's a little bit like that. That is a question. Don't be reading my mind now. Don't be reading my mind. I just want to ask you something because I have, um, uh, I have, you know, frequented all all kinds of people. I love I love people. That's my that's my. I'm addicted to loving people. I got to tell you, but I, I wouldn't ask you this about. I have had friends, women who are into women men who are into men, there is a difference in the way they approach sex often. Don't want to generalize here. But I notice, right, that uh, gay men are really into sex. (laughs) And women, gay women, are really... I want to say into drama a, a little bit. There, it's a different. It's a different approach. I don't know why this question is coming up now, but here it is. So it's it's like there's a there's quickies all the time. Like I might be sitting at a bar with a friend. They go to the bathroom. They come back and then they tell me about that they just had sex in the bathroom. And I'm like, so, how'd you do that? <laughs> just like I haven't even finished my beer. How is that? So I, and you know and. Uh, and the women instead might, it might be, you know, have not necessarily done that. What is that? Can you, can you tell me that? Tell I me. have a, cro- a counter question for you. Mm-hmm. How long do you think women usually take to come? I'm giving you the answer <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> no, no. One, one we thousand. Need, Two, we one need thousand. numbers. Three, we one need thousand. numbers. Four one thousand, five one thousand, six one thousand, almost seven one thousand, so nine one thousand. I like that question. Ten one thousand. Well, I can just tell you that usually, if they're having sex with men, let's just say the men usually come before them. So when you put two men together, what do you expect, Cass? I'm not even talking about the speed of it, the fastness of it, because that's, you know, that's... Of course you're not, but I'm asking you a question. What is it that emotionally and in terms of a process does it take for women bodies to turn on emotionally, psychologically, psychically, physically, whatever that is? It's just a question and, and not a trick question. Well, that's very funny. This uh, we I uh, was just in a in a uh, class with Dr. Dane here. He's the co-creator of Access Consciousness, and there was a guy in the class asking, you know, how can I, you know, satisfy my wife more during sex? And you know, and he said, uh, you know, I'm usually way too fast for her, right? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so one of the suggestions uh, was. That before you start having sex, maybe give her the time to reach the almost ready point that maybe men are, arrive at the almost ready point, arrive at the sexual encounter at the almost ready point. And the women need to, you know, do a little dance first. Does that read for you? Sort of, but you still haven't told me how many minutes. 
I think, of course that of course that depends, but let me see what's like 10 50, more than 10? Yes, 15 more than 10. 20. And you know I'd say 20, 20 is like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. If that was the same case with the men, pharmaceutical industry will be in losses and there will be no Vigras being sold. <laughs> I'm not taking a take on that. Um, I've seen dive bars in New York. I've seen sex clubs in Paris. And a lot of times, it's just the thrill of the visual cortex of what you see. And it could be an implanted point of view. So all of that, basically. And then how much of the sex as we have in this reality is a reconstruction of what we have seen visually or heard from others or from the stories or from the movies. And almost nobody is really talking about sex from the space of gifting and receiving simultaneously. And I might say without offending my gay friends that I tend to observe that women have a tad bit of more caring um, in the act of sex even. And that might be one of the difference that how it is different for gay men and women. Um, there's less emotion and a little more caring. And I might be completely wrong. This is my interesting point of view, but that's what I have to say. So the, the question begs to be asked, and I think your audio is going out, and I'm sure it will go out when I ask this question. <laughs> how long do men take? Well, it can depend on drugs or off drugs. Oh, <laughs> and which drugs? Wait a minute. Does it? Does, wait a minute. Let me just ask this. Okay, back up. I got it. Do certain drugs besides Vi Viagra, Viagra, um, influence in a different way? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking. We're talking about sex, right? Of course. I don't know why we're talking about sex. Isn't this a show about uh, <laughs> making God the best apple pie you've ever made in your life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a term called cream pie, but you don't want to know what that is. Uh, well, I, I don't even need, you don't need a big imagination to figure that out. But no, no, no. You asked me how long do women take to reach orgasm. So how long do men take? So that was a, that was a question as if there was only one answer, right? I think you were hated on the, on the nail from a very different point of view because we are not even talking about orgasm. We're talking about ejaculation. So how many people do actually know the difference between ejaculation and orgasm? And oh, how you much got to say that. I want to hear that. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Come on. <laughs> and how much of it, the misidentification and misapplication of orgasm as ejaculation and ejaculation as orgasm. And what if we begin a different dialogue today to talk about what is actually possible beyond the construct of the so-called orgasm that men suffer from, that they are not even aware what's really possible in terms of an explosion. <laughs> Way so many questions. Okay, one second. Suffer from orgasm? I've never Absolutely. put those two words together. Absolutely. How many men do not? Wait, no, no, stop, 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 stop. You just tell us right now when we've got like two minutes. Can you tell us in two minutes what the difference between ejaculation and orgasm is? Let's go. Whoa. Yep. One twenty. One, mm -hmm. <laughs> one nineteen, <laughs> okay. one eighteen. Come on, That's baby. That's enough for ejaculating two times. By the way, if you're watching porn, <laughs> if you're watching porn. okay. So I had this friend of mine. Who you was, are not going to tell us this. Tell I us the difference. You. I am telling you. I have. Well, you're going to wait till the last part of the show. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. That's. I see. See, you're teasing, and this works very well with women, right? You're Absolutely. leading us on. We, we want to know. <laughs> so a lot of men, I have seen in my opinion that a lot of heterosexual men even, their sex a lot of times is about how many times are they coming in a night? 
not about how much are they enjoying the copulation that can actually be beyond the time and the minutes and the seconds and the excitement that's actually possible and you talk about it a lot and even Gary has spoken about it in Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness has written a book about it that, you know, sex is not a four letter word, but relationship often is, or love is often is. What, what, what is that? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but so. you are so leading us on. Okay, so let's just, let's just, before we take a break, let's just, we got 30 seconds. One is what's the difference between ejaculation and orgasm? Two, what do you mean by suffering orgasm? And three, what is, is there a difference when you're talking about heterosexual men or, or other, right? So, other. Other. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So is there a different, is there a different uh, approach? And the way you said it, I guess you, you know, had experience with, heteros- with heterosexual men also. <laughs> hmm. Well. Are, boys will be boys. We wanted to tell you a little bit about where we're going, but I'm sorry. I'm just really interested in this story. So we will take a little break. <laughs> and write those questions down because we'll be back with you guys. <laughs> Nish Malotra talking about beyond love, sex, and other drugs. <laughs> wow, I'm excited. Okay, cool. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, You'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know that more should be possible? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the creators of Access, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune in to Access Consciousness Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. is Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. If you are listening to the live show today, you can call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You can also send us an email to beyondlovesexandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Now, let's continue this week's discussion. All right, we're back. We're back. This is Cass and Monish, 
and we're in the middle of a conversation. And I'd just like to give you a little, you know, recap, just in case you're just tuning in, of what our conversation is. And it's uh, lovely, our song that leads into it is a song by my sister in love, Nina Freelon, called Shaking Free. And Shaking Free could be about orgasm too. <laughs> and we're talking about Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. And the conversation at the moment is about orgasm and ejaculation. Are they one and the same? Can you ejaculate or come without having an orgasm? Munish, those were our two questions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But by now, I, I, by now, I hope that our listeners have checked out our websites and the beautiful boy, Timothy Hutton. And by the way, if you know him, send him our radio show and tell him we appreciated his beauty thoroughly and fully. So about sex and ejaculation and orgasm. Well, one can occur without the other. <laughs> and, and, and what is that? And what are we talking about? So let's say when you're doing it from the space of, oh, okay, so you touch point A, B, C, and D, and then you're supposed to come. Ejaculation. That is what it is. I'm coming, I'm coming, I came, I arrived. An orgasm is something that is a lot to do, as Cass said, while during our break. It's a lot to do with the being when you're actually experiencing the energy of gifting and receiving of what it could be like to feel nurtured, feel cared for, feel contributed to and feel contributory to the other person. And I just want to say that's the, that's the deli way uh, we say in American, we say uh, contributory, I think. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So you're uh-huh. saying basically um, that it's not just about the isolated physical body or your, you know, sexual organs when you're having orgasm, right? That's what we're saying. That it's actually not only every molecule in your body that is exploding with excitement, <laughs> but it's also recognizing the you know the connection between every molecule in your body and every molecule perhaps in the universe, right? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Tell I just, us a little more about it, Dask. You, well, you are the O expert. You're like the OMG. Oh my God, right? <laughs> oh my guru. Oh my guru. <laughs> just, just before you take on, I want to tell you that there is a drug called OMG. It's almost like marijuana, but not marijuana. It's some sort of popuri. I remember I had a birthday party and some people brought it with them. And we asked them, what is it? It's like, it's called OMG. I remember smoking it. And after three minutes, I opened my eyes and I said, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like? Is it, is it, uh, is it, does it grow like marijuana or is it manufactured? Is it chemical? I think it's treated, but that's all I know or remember. But it was OMG. It was like, you know, you checking out, going into some other universe, coming back in and like, OMG. <laughs> but over what, to you. I wonder what contribution, like a list of all the recreational drugs that one has ever heard of or encountered would be. Would that give people like a checklist to go and try different <laughs> ones out? Or would it open up a possibility to say, oh, well, that's way too much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try something like consciousness. <laughs> it's the best yeah. drug ever is. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, when we started talking about this uh, orgasm and, and ejaculation, I was thinking, well, uh, what immediately came to mind was, okay, I, can, I get that, you know, men with penises couldn't ejaculate, and maybe they're not completely all involved. It's just like a release thing, right? And I th- I, the, what immediately came to mind is, I don't think women do that. Right. But I guess now that we're exploring this topic, which is, you know, one of the things I love about the title and and sort of topic of our show, exploring it, 
uh, also gives us different awarenesses. So how many times um, have you um, actually uh, come or ejaculated and not been completely present, right? And, and it has not been orgasmic and joyful and nurturing and um, explosively exciting. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we want to do in the show, but we got so excited about this, is uh, in each episode is, and we'll do that toward the end, perhaps, or now, I don't know, <laughs> is um, have these, um, you know, a couple of minutes. It's not like a guided meditation, but a contribution um, that allows you to connect with not only the energy of you, who you truly are, um, but how that energy uh, resonates uh, not only within you, but all around you. Because the more we're able to make that connection um, that we have with everything and everyone around us in a orgasmic way, <laughs> all-inclusive, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the less we need to go to the addiction, right? The addiction, the obsession with it. Mm -hmm. And I so want to say this, and it's, it, tell me if it's off topic. I mean, it's on our topic, but this addiction to love, right? Or sex um, in women, actually reminds me a bit of what I was talking about with the uh, with gay men and their how they get a bit obsessed with sex right it happens to me with heterosexual women to be in the middle of a conversation with someone to be really in a great conversation we're connected we're exploring ideas we're talking and all of a sudden they absent themselves. I just feel they're like completely gone and they're looking in a different direction. And when I look to see what they're looking at, they're looking at a guy. I see where this is going. <laughs> and they completely change. That you can't even reach them. Their voices sometimes change. So you're talking to someone, let's say they're talking like I'm talking right now, and then they say, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm like, where did they go? What do you mean? Where did I go? I'm, oh, <laughs> that to me is so, it's always been rang so strange. It doesn't ring strange to me with gay men because they're not denying, right? What's going on. They'll be like, Cass, I'll be back in a moment. Give me a moment. And then they're gone. They go do their thing and then they come back. The women don't come back. At least the straight women don't come back. The het, het women don't come back. Can you say something about that? <laughs> Are they waiting to orgasm, Cass? <laughs> or, or ejaculate? Just, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, uh, that's why. Thank you so much for that question. I'm like, why did I bring that up now? That's what it is. That And maybe, and wow. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> that is what annoys me about it. Because it's not connected. It's... Um, it's surface. It's surface and it's not acknowledging the magic that love can be, the magic that sex can be, the magic that orgasm can be. It's the difference between magic and illusion. There it is. There it is. <laughs> and guys, on Just that an note. Illusion. Ooh, 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 ah. <laughs> illusion. <laughs> That's it. That's it. it. Yeah. I do have a question for you, Cass. Yes, you know, so, um, Every time you say that like that, I'm like, oh, I get excited. So I'm actually, and this is the thing. Like, I'm, Orgasm I'm, or ejaculation? It's, a, it's <laughs> orgasmic, actually, because I actually want to, I'm, I'm keeping the space before you actually ask the question, because the excitement and the anticipation of what this question is, when you say it like that, Absolutely. is orgasmic. Right? Exactly. I'm like, ooh, I don't even care what the question is. It's like I'm waiting for it. Go ahead, baby. Ask so me. There, there you go. How much of it is according to mm. our own opinion or what we have learned or read or what others are telling us? How much is it that we use all of this and all of these judgments to make us wrong? And it's not a coincidence that our today's topic for our show is called I Must Be Wrong for Choosing What I Choose. 
So can you quickly tell us before we get into the contribution section in about three minutes, um, what is it about feeling wrong and making ourselves wrong? And are we actually wrong for choosing drugs or sex addictions or heartbreaks or abuse or repetitive behavior? What is it? What can you tell us about it? You know, it's um, what I, what about 10 things come to me and let's see if this makes any sense to you. Mm -hmm. It's like knowing that the sky is not the limit. It's knowing that you can reach for the stars and stopping at the first treetop instead of keeping going. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's having an awareness of what's possible, but somehow <clears throat> not reaching that far for that. Stopping at the first ejaculation, stopping at the first upset, stopping at the first heartbreak, stopping at the first sexual encounter and not continually reaching for more. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I'll ask my cousin once again about my first sexual encounter, but never mind. <laughs> That's so funny. We will talk about this. We're going to be talking. We're, we're going to be talking. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Hordy next week. Is that right? Yes. Is it even yours? <laughs> Who's Horny? Is it Who's anyway? Horny? Is it anyway? Yeah, this is Cass Thomas. But before we get before we get into it, Cass, can I beg you? for the much-awaited contribution for this show. And we yeah. have less than a minute. And what is it? What can we gift? There we go. All right. So uh, everywhere, just close your eyes for a second while you're listening to this. And it's going to be quick. <laughs> um, and just take a nice deep breath in. And a deep breath out and another deep breath in. And as you take a deep breath in, just bring your attention to the center of the earth, right? And breathe in the energy, the potency, the power of that center of the earth and bring it up all the way through your body, up into your heart, up your neck, and as you breathe out, allow it to go out of your head and go towards the sky and then expand out on all sides, in front and the back. And know that you are part of this earth, part of this planet, part of the universe. And the universe has got your back. We will be back next week, Thursday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you for joining us. Orgasm! <laughs> I've imagination. That's our show for now. I'm Cass Thomas. Be sure to join me and Monish Malotra next week for another thought-provoking program on Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. We're live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Let it walk along my body street. Look at me.